Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, sorry to tell you all this, but um, we had some technical issues this week. Uh, surprise, surprise. Uh, but so we ended up losing about 45 minutes of the podcast. Um, yeah, uh, which is unfortunate uh, because our uh, we have a guest on this week, Mary, and uh, the majority of our talking points were in those uh, first 45 minutes. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we lost that, and um, uh, but we kept recording, and uh, she, Mary's there. She'll pop up every once in a while, but um, not as often as she did in the first 45 uh, so please enjoy, and uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you. talking about <laughs> near near, uh, near. near there we go uh yeah so near near is good Nier's near is fantastic and everyone should play that game because it does things that get no other, no other games do for better or worse i mean it, some, some things can get very hectic and weird and I, I can see people to get turned off by that but i appreciate it still and I, it's just, it's just Yoko Taro does things that other people just don't do, and he's like in that same way that people like Kojima or um, Swery or Suda Fifty One do, and I'm I'm very grateful to have those kind of people in the industry doing these weird experimental experimental stuff with how games can be played or how their stories can be viewed or whatever. Yeah, no, I I really want more game makers to do that, and uh, it seems like they're all in Japan right now doing that, figuring out how to um, deal with um, how, how to effectively uh, communicate um, a story through the vi- video games, which that's exciting, because I like that. I've always liked that shit. So, uh, Mario Rabbit. <laughs> just gonna start us off with that, huh? Well, it's the best, huh? Let's go with that, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you excited for it? I don't know. Is anyone? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It's the Ubisoft. I know what that is. I'm saying I don't know what the kind of game it is. I I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But it's I mean it's hilarious. I admit, yes, it's you know seeing a rabbit in a Princess Peach costume is pretty great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, you can play as like Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach, and I think Wario. Or no, Yoshi, and as plus as plus as plus, plus as rabbits in the in the in the costumes of the same characters, 
But it's weird because it's it's still it's still I guess a Ubisoft game first. So like, they're marketing they're marketing it as like, look at this badass princess and like, uh, this this rabbit will kick your ass. And there was like, I've never seen a Nintendo game marketed marketed with like, we're gonna kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never seen Mario is going to going going to like kick you in the ass like as an actual official artwork, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> so have they released anything of like what kind of game this is going to be? Like, um, well, Laura Kate Dale has been talking about it. Like, she Laura Kate Dale Dale is a person person on Twitter. She worked with Jim Jim Quisition and a couple other things. Um, she had she actually she actually um. Um, predicted this like months ago because she she had like leaks and she's good she's good she's good at finding like leaks in the industry before they even happen, and she talked about about, about this uh, this Mario versus versus Rabbids game like months ago, and uh, so I would I I think it's supposed to be some kind of like uh I don't I don't know if it's just a, if it's just a mini game collection or if it's like an actual like strategy game or something it's it's something weird i'm just looking is i'm just like hmm? it's gonna like replace mario party like is that i don't know i don't happening? know i don't know if it's if it's mario party because but... i i don't know i i would appreciate some mario party with uh the rabbits in it that that would make me want to play a mario party more <laughs> I think it's an RPG, actually. Really? That that would be. It's gonna be something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> like it's weird to see like Nintendo be like, "Hey, we're." Like, I don't think Nintendo does. Nintendo doesn't own the Rabbids, right? That's purely owned by Ubisoft, right? I think so. So it's not. Oh no! Okay, so uh, according to her her leaks, uh, it's called Mario Plus Rabbids ba- Kingdom Battle. Apparently, it's supposed to be a turn-based strategy RPG, like an XCOM game, but with Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's apparently it's supposed, to, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to be like XCOM for kids. That is. I want to play it just to see what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally want to... Like, it's just so absurd. Like, it seriously sounds like something out of Game and Farcer. <laughs> it does. But it's it's real. I mean, I like I liked the rabbit. I, I think they're funny. Yeah. No, they're a lot better than the fucking minions. I'll give them that. Oh, <laughs> definitely. I, that, that's, the, that, that's the thing with, with the popularity of the minions... I can't take it seriously because because I played rabbits first, so all I see is just a copy of the rabbits in the minions and how they act. And the rabbits yeah. were so much more funnier in how they act and and in their expressions than the minions ever were. Yeah, I I, I agree because I always felt like the minions were was just kind of like laziness, uh, lazy capitalism personified. Like they were. They just, I don't know, they're, I never liked them. But I, I enjoyed the rap. I thought the rabbits had more character. Because mm-hmm. 
like it was the rabbits had a consistent character that you knew what was going to happen and that's what made them funny whereas like the minions it's just i don't know i don't know how to describe it it's... yeah I, I i never i never looked at it for them but like yeah the rabbits are always pretty funny to me and but yeah, the idea of of them of like an XCOM style game. So like like if they're making like a like a like a Fire Emblem kind of thing or like a um um that project Steam or something. But yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, and I I want to know. Like I want to play it because I want to see it. I I want to know. Like who who are the enemies going to be? Do you think you think Mario is gonna fight the rabbits? They maybe. I I don't know what the rabbits' enemy is. It's usually themselves. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know. Bowser employs rabbits now, or something. Maybe. I I apologize if that's coming out, coming on the mic. Oh, what is that? A motorcycle? Yeah, that's what I thought. I it's was my, like, my, my, my neighbor's bike going off. I'm. I'm... <laughs> Are they driving through your apartment? <laughs> no, it's very loud. <laughs> uh, well, you know, yeah, the motorcycles can be pretty loud. But so, yeah, I, I'm kind of with Mary. What she's saying, like, I kind of want to see it just to play, just to say I played it, like. It sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I, I, when I thought it was a joke when I first saw it, and then oh, me too. Then it, it was like, no, this is real. I was like, okay, that's weird, but sure. So yeah, I I really want to see it just for that, <laughs> just to see what what it is. And it's it's going to be a Switch game, so whatever it is, it's it's it's, it's just right. Switch exclusive. So I'm sure we'll see a a fantastic uh, trailer at the always amazing Ubisoft E3 press conference. Those things are the best. Those are the best press conferences ever. <laughs> the best. How that? Like I think she that that presenter still has her job purely because of how awkward and ridiculous those press conferences can oh get. i i love aisha tyler she's amazing there's they're so awkward <laughs> like, like, like when she went up to that <laughs> steampunk guy that one year it was like... he was cosplaying jake from assassin's creed he wasn't just steampunk but didn't that didn't that game not even come out yet by that yes. point <laughs> oh no at that point no but he was they were advertising assassin's creed syndicate and the guy in the audience was was cos was a was obviously a paid model to cosplay Jacob from that game, <laughs> but it was right. just, it was part of the, the promotional thing. But they just thought it'd, it'd be funny, but it, it just came off as weird. Do you think she has a script, or do you think they just tell her to like go out there and do her thing? I think it's both. I think she has a general placement of here here's here's the amount of time you have, and here is the uh, thing you need to present next. Now go figure out what to do from there. <laughs> but her, she herself is awesome. Like she's she's great in Archer. Yeah, no, I love her in Archer. She's, the, yeah, that. Uh, but she keeps like 
And Why she, keep... well, because also she's genuine. Like she actually is a fan of video games. She actually is a huge gamer, apparently. Like yeah, all those yeah. games, she like like she's one of the few like celebrities that are like genuinely interested in video games. So I think that's also why they keep her as well. Do you think? Do you think um, EA is gonna do another like? Um... Here's the things that we're sort of sort of making in the next like eight years press conference. Well, I was gonna say, do you think they're gonna have another thing where they get Snoop Dogg and all those celebrities in there? Like, I hope so. I hope so. We while they play video games, because <laughs> that, that was so great. Weed uh, three. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Snoop Dogg is sitting in there with like a joint in his mouth and like videotaping him, and it's like, great, cool, cool. Glad, glad that's what you're promoting, EA. Uh, it's EA. They have a fucking sex bot as their CEO now. From that guy, like that, no, that the CEO, the new CEO guy, the one that plays with the dot matrix or whatever, the, the new guy. He looks like looks like he looks like one of the prostitute robots from AI. Oh, oh okay. I, <laughs> I, I did not. I did not know that. I did not know who he was. I don't even think I've seen AI, so I do not even know what you're no, referring to. Oh, fine. He looks like Jude Law from AI. He looks like the fucking sex robot. Oh, okay. So he looks like Jude Law. Specifically that, because he's so, <laughs> like, like chiseled and, like, perfect in a, in a very off-putting way. Like, he himself gives off a, a, a um, uncanny valley aspect to him <laughs> to what he how he looks and it's very weird so you're saying the ceo of ea looks like he was computer generated yes <laughs> and they're okay. labs well yeah the e the ea ceo also runs on frostbite <laughs> <laughs> and it comes with major glitches as well so <laughs> it will not run on day one so, uh, as long as he doesn't get that Ubisoft Assassin's Creed face glitch. I <laughs> <laughs> like, hope he does. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> You're just Hell the eyes and the mouth and hair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you just you won't be able to access him for the first day because the servers will be down. So. <laughs> um. So, uh, what, what do you think, like, the, what do you think, like, EA and these big companies are going to present during E3? Because that's coming up. Well, if, if Laura, soon. if Laura's, uh, Laura K. Buzz, or Laura, Laura K. Dale's, her, um, all her leaks are to be true, true, but so far she predicted the goddamn Mario vs. Rabbids thing. Um, the other thing she predicted that they're going to announce or at least show at E3 is that, uh, Beyond Good Evil 2 will be a Switch exclusive. Okay. That'll and if that's the cool. case, that's going to freak everyone out. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Bayonetta 2 levels of like, haha, we got this, fuck you. Well, I mean, the Switch does need game. Oh, yeah, it needs game. Like, I'm probably fine with the Switch getting Beyond Good and Evil, but just, just to have that game that's been like wanted for the last, what is it, like eight years now or something? Since, since it was yeah. first announced? Yeah. Like, to get that as a Switch exclusive. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna cause some major salt. That's gonna be so hilarious to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that w- that'll be good. Uh, well, we we know what Nintendo's doing. Nintendo's going to have a, a Mario booth this year, so yes. Um, and I look forward to seeing more of that game. I want to see more of uh, Bowser as uh, jo- JoJo's character. <laughs> I want I want to see more of New Donk City. Uh, just well, there's the other it... there's the other part in that in that in, in <laughs> they showed the trailers like. Two of the parts I want to see besides besides the fucking Bowser teaching teaching Mario Hamon, I want to see um, the forest area because the forest yeah. look, looks like the forest from the, beginning, from the beginning of Majora's Mask, like almost exactly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of creepy. And the other part is that there's there's that black velvet like lucha libre looking dungeon that's like Day of the Dead stuff, and that looks awesome too. And I just I want to see what like weird varying degrees of like craziness that game is going to go through yeah I, it, it'll be really fun to see more of that game because uh, what they gave the world when they first showed it is was so intriguing that now everyone's been like waiting to hear more about it like every uh press conference because uh, yeah it looked I want to know about that fucking hat. I want to know about New Donk City. I want to know, <laughs> know about it's, it's like because my my prediction is you're going through portals to different worlds. Like these are all like different. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Yeah, like the, like there's probably going to be some hub world or something, and then you're just like jumping to different worlds. Um, and that like New Donk City is just like this semi. You know, or not? We'll just say Sonic 06 realism world, um, where it, and then like you go to like you know Force World, and then uh, so they're like, if you're claiming that it looks like Majora's Mask Forest, then maybe there's some sort of tie-in. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. Yeah. Because like it would kind of make sense of in terms of like oh you you know you can now add you can use amiibo support for this game and just like use all your amiibos, uh, which I don't know. It, I I really want to see that game. Um, I I really do. So uh, what what do you think about what will Microsoft be doing this year? What do you think predictions? Microsoft. Yeah, sure. Or like, what? What do you? Sorry, like, what, what, we... what do you think? What, what are they gonna be doing at E three? What do you think they're gonna? Be well, doing? they're gonna be showing off um, um, the pirate game that they have announced like two years ago, and they showed a trailer pirate. for. Yes, Sea of Thieves. Pirate. It's basically Destiny, but with pirates. Okay. This is like their answer to Destiny. Yeah, but it's with pirates. It's Rare's making it. It's Rare's <laughs> new game. Okay. They're making a pi- they're making a pirate pseudo pseudo MMO thingy. Like that, like how Destiny is that kind of like, it's kind of an MMO, kind of dungeon crawler kind of thing, always online kind of thing. They're doing that. Yeah. They're doing that, but it's going to be a pirate theme thing where you you own a ship and and you you find like treasure and you get on like boat boat ship you know you get on like um have like bo- uh sea battles and stuff and appoint a crew to your to your ship and everything it's, that's the whole thing it's this big like open world very like uh cartoonish um thing it looks it looks like it could be very interesting if it's if it's done right 
if Sniff and Snap don't, don't, like, don't like Destiny. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I think the big thing would be that you need to be able to battle other people's ships. It would defeat the purpose of being a pirate if you can't battle anybody else in your ship. Mm-hmm. Well, it, 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 it reminds me of uh, there's a game on Steam called Guns of Icarus Online where it's a multi- multiplayer-focused uh, ship air- airship combat simulator where it's yeah, it's like a team of five people there. versus five people where you actually like cooperatively man a ship and all and, and also like, like the captain helm the the guns the the rotors the um the repair stations like you have to manage everything individually and it sounds like like the ship combat could could be like that which could be cool provided you have the people to support that you know you have friends or whoever to support that kind of thing um right. I, that's the thing I I, I wonder about with this whole game, with the whole focus on like seafaring and like ship naval combat and um, all that is how solo friendly the game could be. Like, can, can I can I hire, like if, like if I don't care about that much about the online stuff, can I hire like like a, like a AI crewmates to like manage some stuff for me, or am I like kind of like SOL unless I like actually get a ship going with like real people and stuff or something. I'm, I'm interested to see what they, how they balance the ship stuff with like single player versus multiplayer. See, I would like them to do Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Like, if they extended, if they just made it like that, but like extended it so that you could battle other people. So like, your crew is AI, can be AI. Um, if you want to have friends be your crew, that'd be fine. But like for the most part, you can just you can do it by yourself, and there would be like NPCs in there and stuff like that. It's like I I love Black Flag for the ship part, not so much for the Assassin's Creed part, but for the um, pirate simulator <sighs> part. That yeah, I I, I love that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it says. <laughs> what, what, what you you felt differently? No, no, I I love it for the pirate pirate stuff, but like, sorry, I'm I'm a huge 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 unapologetic fan of the Assassin's Creed series, and I love every single game in the franchise, including three. So like, it's just, it's just every time I hear people talk about Black Flag, it's like, yeah, I love that game. It's not the part where it's Assassin's Creed again. Like, oh, okay, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I played the first two Assassin's Creed and then I uh you know I fell off for a while and then I came back to 4 and I th- I think this was after I played like Shadows of Mordor and you know tons of Batman games and stuff like that so you know coming back to the Assassin's Creed games the controls the, the Assassin's Creed part of that game just felt clunky uh, uh it just like I enjoyed the story and I enjoyed like assassinating people like that's always fun but like there were just some parts where it was just like clunky and kind of just felt out of date. I agree. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed has always had a weird control scheme that sometimes sometimes makes you run up cliffs you don't want to run up or not yeah. jump off of things you don't want to jump off of. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know. I've actually always preferred these. I, so I play, maybe it's because I play Assassin's Creed first before any of them. I always prefer the Assassin's Creed combat system over over the Arkham systems. Like Arkham is is fun for what it is. Like I like the I I, I like those games a lot. Like at least at least I like one in Origins. Um, but 
I don't know. I, it, it's it kind of becomes kind of one note after a while. Where I always found Assassin's Creed just to be very interesting, just the way it it, it can be very. Like a game is good at making you feel like a badass in a way that I never felt that much in, in the Arkham games. Even though Arkham just even even though the Arkham was so over the top and like, combo quick and quick and combo heavy. Assassin's Creed has this like animation like oomph to it that I appreciated. I don't know. I just like I just I guess I just like that kind of like swashbuckling more than just. Batman's weird, like, how he homes on everything, so, like, he can punch a guy from, like, eight feet away, and he just, like, gravitates over to him. It's always yeah. worded me out. <laughs> Batman is vengeance, Jerrica. <laughs> he can do anything. I know he can do anything, but, like, when you, like, punch one guy, then the next guy he punches just, like, eight feet across the other room, so, like, he's just, like, we're, like, like, floating, floating dive across, like, all the way across the other side of the room. It's... Oh, look, looks weird and hilarious. <laughs> he, Batman is awesome. Like Batman is darkness. I, I, I don't see what, why you don't like Batman, Jerrica. Yes, yes, darkness, dead parents, etc. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are dead. Uh, I, I have nothing. I have nothing against the Assassin's Creed games. I just, I, I just hadn't played one in a long time like a long time and then i went to black flag and the part that i enjoyed the most about black flag was the pirate part and i remember getting more frustrated with the um with the uh assassin's creed part i I understand like i honestly felt like if they had just turned this into like pirate simulator i would have been just as happy sid meyer's pirates uh, too Right, like instead of like being an Assassin's Creed game, I recommend you try uh, you trap Syndicate at some point. Yeah, I mean Syndicate. It's really fun. Right, it looked interesting, and I I did want to try it. It's just in terms of like I I did not have the money to keep up with the Assassin's Creed franchise. Like that, like that was sixty dollars a year for that game, and I just I couldn't do it. So, um, well, I, I, cho- I chose chose the game that I thought would be fun to play. Fair enough. I mean, so I feel like that one, how do you feel about Ubisoft's other series, Far Cry? Ah, Far Cry? Uh, I liked Far Cry 4. Uh, Not 3? I, I didn't play 3. Okay. I played 2. Did not enjoy 2 as much. Like, I could never get into it. So I never like completed it or, or anything. Like I understand, like I know the roots of Far Cry, so like I I get it. But I felt like it was much more polished off in like four and three. Far Cry, Far Cry three and four are much more polished than the first two games. But I kind of love the first two games because they're kind of fucked up. Right. Especially and two. I, get... I think two is a. I think two is still still my favorite series game in the series. Cause it's just so right. unforgiving and dark and weird and just like very survival focused and i don't know it, it's a lot of things i, I understand the, I understand all the complaints people have with that game the malaria stuff the the, the way um uh, outposts like respawn almost immediately like all that kind of thing but like there's just some, something i appreciate the, like dark like oppressive atmosphere of that game that never ever lets go it really adds to like what you're doing in that game. 
as being like this like mercenary hired in the middle of Africa in the middle of a, of a civil war with between between two warlords like just the whole like everything is awful at all times and no one likes you just adds to that to that atmosphere for me and I just I just really like that kind of like oppressiveness that game like exudes along with yeah. like 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 the weapons breaking and stuff and like sometimes they break in hilarious ways especially like the like the grenade like the rocket launcher where it will like if you if if a rocket rocket launcher breaks Instead of shooting a rocket, it'll just like launch in, into the ground, and it'll just spin around the ground for a while, and light you on fire, then explode. And I love that thing. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite moments was uh, Austin Walker running over like uh, like his partner by accident, and then like in the course of like killing a zebra or something like it. Was I, just, yeah, yeah, like no, that game looked like it had all sorts of fucked up shit in it it's i i don't know why uh i just i remember when i first played it it was just really i think what it was was at the time i hadn't played anything quite like it and it was just really off-putting and the kind of the difficulty curve on that in that game if you don't really know what you're doing can be pretty brutal and it just it kind of it kind of just put me off, uh, and but then like I tried out Far Cry Four, and I really enjoyed Far Cry Four. So I, I thought that that was a much more polished, streamlined experience than Far Cry Two. I I I feel like it should have kind of gone like reverse, or like Far Cry Two, like a much more difficult game. Far Cry Two should have probably come out after like Far Cry Three and Far Cry Four. So, like, people kind of understood the mechanics and understood the game and probably would have been much more receptive to it than if, um, than, like, the way it was. Hey, have, you, have, you, have you played the uh, Far Cry games, Mary? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, maybe you'll play the new one. <laughs> yeah. They just, announced, just announced Far Cry 5. Yeah. And it's there set will, in America. Yeah, there will be a new trailer uh, coming out on Friday for to see the full, full like, gameplay reveal of it. But so far, what we know is that it takes place in Hope Hope Country Mon Hope Hope County Montana. Uh, yeah. And and seems to be involved in a involving cults, some kind of weird like, probably like racist redneck cult or something. Well, ha- have you seen the uh, the cover art for it? I saw it, yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, that, looks... that's it's still... I saw the cover art for it and everything like that. Like, I still want to know which way they're going to go with it. Is it going to be like... Like, uh, like you know, like... Uh, Bioshock, Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite was, where it's like Comstock-style, like, racist but evangelical, like, America first, like, you know, m- militias? Or, or are they going to do like a, like... Satanist, like, backwoods hillbilly who likes worshiping the devil uh, kind of thing. And I, I, for me personally, I almost want those games to go, like, supernatural to, like, occult, occult stuff, where it's, like, the last, like, 15 minutes of uh, Paranormal Activity of the Mark ones, where it's just a bunch of, like, Mexican gangsters shooting up um, witch, witches, and it's, like, an awesome scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm... I'm looking... At the picture right now, it looks like one guy has a a pet wolf 
in the picture. Yeah, with a red cross on it. Yeah. And it looks like the flag has the emblem that they have in the background. Like, the American flag that's on the table looks like it has the emblem that they have on the background. Yeah, it's 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 the cult the, the cult symbol is the stars. Um, like this whole picture looks like looks like infinite, like that looks like com like also, like like Comstock. Like it looks like that like, you know. A, well, no, no, it, it's it's the last supper. Oh yes, I know that. I understand what they're, what they're doing. I'm saying as far as like the tone of what's going on, like this yeah. this looks like infinite, where it's the evangelical, you know, white pure white Aryan race that not only Nazis so much as just he just hates every fucking people. It's just Amer America is the best. America is like God's country kind of thing. Yeah. So like it, I'm interested. It should be fun, fun in this environment. <laughs> well, I was just saying, saying I, I almost hope the main character is a, is a Middle Eastern descent. It's just, it's just play the Middle Eastern guy murdering all the white people. That would be cool. <laughs> I just want to see the I just want to see the news on the internet and just go off on that for days. It'd be amazing. <laughs> what? Oh, the internet would burn. It would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what if it's like? What if they bring back like the character from like Far Cry Four, or you're that dude? It's just like now you're back in montana for whatever so far they haven't brought back characters except for the um the cia guy that who was in three came into four right but they never really yeah the asshole cia yeah yeah i'm saying he should totally be in this i hope he will be at least but like i'm just i'm just i'm just i'm just want to know i want to know what the conceit is because if there's if there is a fucking like giant heroin or whatever drug running uh white supremacist militia cult in the middle of Montana like why hasn't the like army or FBI or someone been sent in to like stop them right so I want to know like, like what is this, what, what's the what's the like social or like social but, like what, what is the, the story conceit of like why the American government cannot suppress this cult taking over yeah. the a county in Montana but then you you, you send this like little like like I guess random guy to come in and murder everyone. Well, it's Montana, so <laughs> people forget Montana exists. I understand this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I, I I think there's no problem there, uh, and I think it's just I what it's probably going to end up being is you're probably eh, you're probably going to end up being just like some random guy. Who got dropped in the woods there? So uh, yeah, it's like whether... it's the story in um, Dead uh, Dying Light. Yeah, it's it's gonna be like every other Far Cry game where like you're like there like you're driving you're not even gonna stop in Montana you're just driving through and then all of a sudden your like car breaks down and then like you get kidnapped and shit like it's gonna be something crazy. Like that. Right, right. That's fine. I, I I'm I'm. That's fine. That's not the part I'm wor I'm I'm interested in I, about. I I understand what you're worried. I want, about. You're worried about. I want to know why the, why the police why the army can't be brought in to suppress a raving cult of lunatics. You want to know why the federal government has not stepped in to stop these assholes? Yes. Uh, like if this was set if this was set in like the forties or something, I'd understand. But like it's modern day, obviously by the, by the weapons they're using. 
It's all like yeah. 8K47s and like and like nine millimeters and stuff. They have, R- they have RPGs on the bottom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And RPGs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so there is this heavily armed, very powerful, supposedly cult with like auto weaponry and explosives, and no one in the federal government has done anything about it yet. So I have to under I ha- have to know what the conceit is. <laughs> also, also looks like they have something with like brides. Marrying off women. Is that, wait, there's one of a bride. I wonder if, if that's a. I don't know. Like, I wonder if that's if that's just like, oh, it's the like. Oh, it's totally bride because she had um like on her shoulder there are male arms on on her shoulder offering her to whoever. That's totally like a bride. Right, but I wonder if that's if that's like uh, um if, if they're if they're doing a child bride thing or if it's uh, um. I think it's a polygamy thing. Mm, could be a polygamy thing, could be a child bride thing, could be like a, you know, there's always, there's always, both. There's always, you know, there's always that one character where it's like the, the wife is also a psychopath, but she's always wearing her skirt and stuff, and it's like, she's like, <laughs> just as crazy as the, as the husband, or even like worse than the husband, and that's, 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 that's a long running trope, so she could even just be that, you know, so like, I'm interested to see, like, I am, I am very curious, I would like to see at least the main character again be like a person of color, just so it can be, more people bitching about it. I think that'd be, that'd be fun. Do you think it'd be more controversial if it was a Middle Eastern guy or a black guy? At this in this current political climate, the Middle Eastern guy would probably cause more ire because it'd be like, oh, they're you know we're betting betting down to causing Sharia or what the fuck it is. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. Know. I, to be but see see it's Ubisoft. Whatever yeah. they do. Whatever they do, they're going to approach it with with the with the tact and sensitivity of a nuclear bomb. <laughs> and I love them for it. Because <laughs> well, you know they're French, so uh, I mean the thing is, is like for whatever reason, the Far Cry games tend to be kind of overlooked about like. The content of what's happening in their games, because like they tend to have like really fucked up shit in their games, and it's surprising that like a major company would be like, "Hey, yeah, th- this is like a ten ten pole." The, th- the thing that I'm worried about is that will they back down from like their normal just controversial shit because it's set in America and it's going to get a lot more media focused than it would be if it was set in some random part of the world. I don't think so. I if it was any other company, if it, if it was any other company doing it, yes, I would I would think that. Yeah. But it's Ubisoft. Ubisoft does this shit. They don't give a shit at some point. Like there's a, there's a part of them that that's kind of doesn't give a shit. It's almost like admirable. Like people can say how like the issues they have with storytelling in Ubisoft games sometimes they can be overbearing. Like they can be problematic or like you know have their social issues that that they don't. They're either very one note, or they don't say anything at all, or they just use it as like a backdrop more than anything else. You know, say you will, but they, but they, but they never. Ubisoft has never been one to back down from being controversial or being like you know being that that kind of game. So yeah, I expect this to be a very like as it is a very in your face, you know, social satire, political political you know commentary. Thing about like you know you know Republicans 
alt-right movement, you know, something, something, you know, whatever, ripped from, ripped from the headlines kind of thing that's been going on. And it's going to be approached with, the, with all, like I said, it's going to be approached with all the tactics of a nuclear bomb going off. And so I'm look, I'm, for, for, be, I'm, for, for better or worse, that's what, that's how, that's what I put this going to be. And I'm, I'm going to love it because I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, so I'm looking at Ubisoft, like the actual page Ubisoft posted it on. And the first comment I see on, on it is, why do I feel like this storyline will end up being some BS social critique of American conservatives written by some anti-Trump liberals? I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, see, it's gonna be awesome. Like, I, I I've noticed too actually, and I I, I brought this up on the th- in one of the threads on this game, in the group, where it's like I've noticed that s- since the current polit- political climate is what it is right now, with like the alt right movement, with Donald Trump, with you know all the racism stuff going on, I've noticed I've been seeing a comeback recently, a comeback recently of like the crazy redneck trope. Becoming a villain again. Yeah. Like it's in like in movies and in games stuff. Like I've noticed the like crazy like racist or like crazy red character has been has been, has been coming back and in, into favor again. Like I've seen it with Far Cry. You've seen it with like uh, with uh, Resident Evil. You've seen it with like um, you know that movie Get Out just came out earlier this year. Um, there's another one too. I forgot what it was now, but there's another another movie that came out recently that had like a very like Oh, it's the conservatives and and the Republicans are gonna go and kill everyone. Uh, so let's go murder them all. Um, thing, but like, or like the hillbilly kind of thing. Like I've noticed that's been a that's been a thing coming back in the favor again. So I I I, I wonder that kind of if it's the current political climate, if it's if it's the current you know conservative movement stuff that that is making people like start doing that again. Probably. I mean. You have these people spewing a lot of, uh, let's say, hateful things um, in, into the into the nexus that is our culture, and people react towards that. And you know, creative people tend to get imaginative when it comes to those things. Because I mean, uh, that picture—it looks like um, what's his name? Um, who's the alt right guy? Uh, who? Richard, uh, douchebag like looking guy who always gets his face punched. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Like it looks like that guy. It looks like that guy with his haircut. Kind of, but he has he has more of a Charles Manson thing going. It looks like a cross between him and Charles Manson. Like it. It definitely like I see the Charles Manson in it, but uh, I, I totally think that they modeled his hair hair off of that guy. Maybe we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested in seeing what kind of wacky personality he has, because ever since ever since Voss, hell, even fucking hell, even even Far Cry Two had had the Jackal was kind of fucked up and wacky too in his own weird way. So like, yeah, you know, then Voss came and Voss made, made everyone everyone fell in love with Voss, and then uh, you know, in four in, uh, in four it was um, Peg and Min. Who was all like, like you know, yeah. uh, capitalist, crazy, like, uh, chauvinistic kind of guy? So I wonder if what what he what this new guy is gonna be if he's gonna be some like Jim Jones looking, you know, speaking like you know, ca- kind of like very charismatic kind of guy again too. 
I actually like Pagan a lot. Uh, Pagan Min's a cool character. A, I liked how you can. No one knew how to actually pronounce his name. <laughs> I thought that was great. Uh, and then B, like he was an interesting character because it was like, on a geopolitical level, he was terrible, right? He was a terrible asshole person. But on an individual level, right, he knew how to connect with people and ca- and he cared about people on an individual level. And it was like, oh. Like he cared about your mother more than it seemed like your your actual father did, and you're like, this is like really fucked up and weird, and I I loved it for that. Yeah, and I I think I I when I want that in this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll have to see. It's gonna um probably. <laughs> what do you think, Mary? Talk about it. yeah. I haven't played Parker, so I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Sorry, I just don't want to be like us, like, oh, like shouting over you or drowning yeah. you out or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, um... Did you see that uh, Red Dead got delayed? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But you kind of, you kind of felt like that was going to happen. Uh, I didn't. I think I would have been more surprised if it actually came out this year. Yeah, but yeah me too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious because Mary brought this one up. There's a sequel to El Shaddai coming out. Yep. It is a spiritual successor, but um, Lucifer from the first game is going to be in it. He's the main character, right? I'm not sure. They re- the announcement video is all in Japanese. Oh. <laughs> so I could like see they had they showed the artwork for Lucifer and it's called The Lost Child and they said it's going to be an RPG but it's all in Japanese and I couldn't find an exact translation of what they said just like a summary. Oh okay. <laughs> but that's cool though. I that's El Shaddai is the last game I I expected to get a, a spiritual successor or sequel to. Yeah. Kind of no one really knew about it and then it just kind of forgot about it. I only knew about it because Shane Button hasn't worked on it. I saw it on Test Chamber, or actually, it might have been Reiner and Phil before they changed the name. But I saw it, and I thought, like, this is really weird and cool, and I bought it, and I liked it. But then it, it just kind of went away. It's it's cool, too, because I, I, you rarely see... Um, those kinds of games, like character action kind of games, or any any games really that that focus on like Christian mythology, and like actually going like really deep deep diving into into like you know Christian mytho like like the Christian gods and the apostles and angels and stuff, and having El Shaddai just be be, be like an actual like like Bible verse basically, but made into like a fucking over the top action game, is a really cool idea, and I like to see them do more of that stuff. Yeah, I thought it was interesting how Lucifer, like, he's introduced as kind of like an ally. Like, he tells you what to do, and you're just like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I liked how they wore, like, jeans and, like, just regular clothes, and they're just, like, fighting with all these swords and stuff, and look like they could be in an old Navy ad or something. <laughs> so, if it's, if it's Lucifer, though... You're playing as if you're playing playing as Lucifer. You think it's called the Lost Child? It's called the Lost Child. It's an RPG, 
I I just know he's going to be in it. I don't know if he's the main character or if he's, like, t- giving you the quest like you did in the first game where he kind of just tells you where to go and what monsters to kill. Because it's like you're playing a sin that almost sounds, sounds like they're making a video game out of Paradise Lost. Which which yeah, could you- be a very interesting uh, idea. Yeah, that would be cool. Because for those who, for those like who don't know, Paradise Lost is a story about that shows um, Satan's point of view of his downfall. And also, um, Lucifer was voiced by Jason Isaacs. Ooh. So I really hope they get him back. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it would be awesome. That'd be cool. I mean, a lot of other other people like that came back for their roles. So I ho- hopefully they can get, they can get him back. Yeah, and I like the art style is really cool because it's like every level is completely different. And you know what I, I remember most? The Nephilim just looks like these weird hot dog things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, you have to look it up. Just Google, like, El Shaddai Nephilim, and they just look like hot dogs with arms and legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, angels in, like, I guess, I think it's like mostly Catholic uh, imagery of them usually aren't humans. They're like weird, like, wind chime shapes and stuff. So, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> is, the sta- is the same studio making this game? I believe so. Okay. Uh, let me double check. Because... Whenever anyone says spiritual successor, I always think that like it's a different studio making it because they can't get the rights to the actual um, that like to make the actual successor. Like Dark Souls, right? Uh, but you know, if if they own the if they own the rights, then you know. No, it says it's the same director and artist. I don't know if it's the same dev team. Okay. But at least the one guy. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. Uh, that I mean that that could be cool. El Shaddai was a very cool game. That that needs needs more respect than that people have given it. It it, it had a lot of cool ideas to it and an amazing art style. So hopefully it it uh it it's good. I'll definitely play it. Mm-hmm. Um, you also mentioned that there is a new Life is Strange coming out, so please tell me about this. Yeah, they announced that there's going to be a sequel. They didn't give any details. I am expecting that it's going to be a new cast, but the main character has the same time travel powers as Max from the first game, but that's just pure speculation. I hope so. On what I think. I hope be. so. I hope it's new cast. Because I don't see where, how you can continue it after what happened at the end of the first yeah. game. It yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense, sense to have new character, same characters as last time. Like, it, it needs to be a new, you know, a whole new cast. Bring Butterfly back and get have him bestow time powers on someone else. But do you really want to watch like the a, a new character like be like oh, uh, 
what are these powers when you already know uh, what those powers are? Because wasn't part of the story was discovering what the powers were alongside with the main character? Yes, sort of. Yeah, I mean, sure. But you can do that with this, with like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the, what the, what the, what the... I think there are ways to speed the process. And they don't even, they don't even need to be, you need to be the same powers. Well, well yeah, that's true. I was going to ask, do you think it would be more interesting with new powers? Like it could still be time powers, but it could be a different, different conceit and just rewinding, rewinding time back and forth. Because they got they got into some really like you know metaphysical stuff by the end of that game with like the picture like the, with like the, the butterfly effect stuff at the end and and all that like you could do a whole like thing with like ma managing like multiple timelines and stuff like if 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 they go with it like you could do more than just what what they've shown in the first game you know like. Yeah, the first game it was very limited in scope to this one town, and I think it could be interesting if they explored a little of how far spread these like powers are, like where they come from. You don't want to lose that like grounded part of Life is Strange because I think that's a huge part of it is the everyday like going to school and talking to your friends. But I think. It would be interesting if they explored more where these powers come yeah, from. Yeah, it's like Persona. Uh, yeah, I was just about to make a joke about that, like saying, "What if they just added creatures in it that battle each other?" <laughs> oh, I mean, both the main characters of the game is their power from a, from a butterfly, so we're almost there. Yeah, like you're halfway. It's school life. It's there's butterflies, like you know. There, there's predators at school. Like you might as well just like throw in the creatures too, because we're almost there with with this. But, but uh, yeah, it, it'd be. I mean, so uh, did you, Mary? Did you finish uh, the first Life is Strange? Yeah. And how did you how how did you respond to it? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? I really liked it. I played it after all the episodes were released, so I just did it all at once. I I really liked it. Um, I remember at, without I won't spoil what the last choice is, but at the last choice, I started like messaging my friends and being like, "Convince me to choose the good option, because I really want to choose the bad option." <laughs> and then they're all just like, "Choose the bad option," and then I chose the bad option. Oh, I chose I chose the bad <laughs> option immediately. <laughs> I'm like no fuck fuck this. I went through all this shit. I'm 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 no no no. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, so you so I take it both of you really enjoyed it. I love so that you, game. I I love yeah, that game. So you would look forward to a, a sequel to it? Yeah, as long as they do like new stuff with it. Like I, what if it, what if it's like the same story but told from a different person's point of view? I mean, I will still play it. I will still give them the give them, I will still play the game. It's just I want them to do different stuff with it. I want them to have new powers. I want to, I want to see like all like like I said. I want to like be able to like manage timelines like like you would like a, like a like a like you're editing a movie or something like that. Like 
I don't know. They can do so much stuff with time travel and with the, with the, what they've shown. With and they've like I said, they've shown alternate dimension. They haven't just shown time travel. They've shown you can go back in time to different and, and create diff, whole different like worlds through through affecting stuff. And that whole aspect, you can make a whole game out of just that. You know, you only that you only do that once in the in the game. Where you really technically. So like seeing like multiple angles of like different different, different way different things can play out and how the people people can can. Turn out and grow up based on based on their living conditions and how they change in the past. What who they become in the future could be a really cool story of like trying to go back and forth and seeing you know how people essentially evolve and adapt to their surroundings based on their upbringing. Do you think it has to be time travel powers, or could it be like other powers? Like, uh, I was thinking, would a story like that work if it, if the person was able to like. Um, transport between different locations really fast. Uh, you could do that too. I mean, it's it just depends on, on if you can in, in, integrate it all to the same you know thing. Like, as long as the gameplay conceit is interesting, I guess you know. Yeah, I think it would work. I just don't know why you would call it Life is Strange Two if there's no direct connection. Like, even if it's just the same powers or the same butterfly, I would definitely play it. I'd be interested in it. I just wouldn't think it would really be Life is Strange 2. Okay. And so so you're <laughs> saying, like, the the type of powers are integral to to the Life is Strange experience, not just that the person needs to have powers. Yeah. I just think if you're not going to keep the same cast, you should keep like gameplay otherwise it's just a completely different game with the same name yeah you, sh- you should keep the same i think you should keep the same power it should be it should be based on time travel you know yeah at least similar <clears throat> like you can expand on them and like do different stuff with it there's, there's, but otherwise yeah there's all kind of ways you can, you can make time travel interesting without just being i can i can rewind time yeah yeah. So, uh, well. So you know, it, we'll it can, have... you know the game can, the, the game can still be you know time lesbians. It wants to be. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> time lesbians. It sounds like a buddy cop show. I would watch it. <laughs> time lesbians. <laughs> they could go back time to stop the crime. Come on. that was the only lyric i came up with in my head and i was like hey it sounds like it kind of rhymes that's really good good job andy go on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't know they stop you're you're too sober, sober for this aren't you yeah, I really yeah, am. Yeah. I, I, I would have a lot more crazy ideas if I was a little drink, uh, had a little drink. I bet you would. <laughs> Lush. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I am very interested in seeing what they do. Because right now, Don't Know is working on Vampire, which is their next game. Which is their vampire RPG. Uh, where you play as a doctor who was, who was bitten by a vampire, and you, you can choose like how you feed, who you feed on, and like, you know... It sounds very cool if it pulled off. So I'm interested to see what Vampire is. Now I guess I, I guess once Vampire is out, they'll start working on, on Life is Strange, or something. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, do you think the writers are already writing on it? And, like, in that... Um, I'm sure they are. I don't know. I'm sure they're... I, I mean, I'm sure they are, that. you know. They'll, they'll... I'm sure they're working on it already. I'm just saying they'll put more, more all their focus on it after Vampire comes out. Because Vampire is the next game on, the, on their agenda. Well, and when's that supposed to come out? Later this year, maybe, I think? At the end of the year or something like that? I'm not sure exactly. Okay. Uh, But that's... Yeah... I I I have high high hopes for that game because that game looks awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean that I remember the impact that game had on just like just watching people play through it was it. I, I watching people play through it. I had an emotional connection with those characters, even though I wasn't necessarily playing it, and which was really indicative of the storytelling that that game was doing. Yeah, um, it they did there was some great stuff in that game. Like, it, it, and people keep complaining that, that kids don't talk like that. I have no kids who talk like that. <laughs> right. I used to talk, yeah. talk, talk like that sometimes. Like, <laughs> I hate that argument. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I talk just like that. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> it's, uh, we'll be sure to check it out when it comes out. I will play it, and I will tell you all about it. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to it, because I probably won't play it. Yeah, I know, because it's, it's a... What do you mean? I'm, it's, a, it's a long game, and I'm going to have to wait for it. And uh, I need my shit now. Play it like, I need it now. What? No, you shouldn't play. You, you, that's all out. Go play the Borderlands Telltale game. That's Telltale's best game. Hands down. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to know anything about, about the Borderlands universe to like that game. Uh, what, what's that on? Can I play that on my phone? Fuck, I, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> it's on everything. It's on all systems. It's free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, go buy it. Really? Go, 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 go. Go download it. I'm not gonna turn on my PlayStation right now. Go download it, it, you ass. <laughs> well, if I, I, I'm not. I don't want to turn on my PlayStation right now because if I do that, it's really loud and it will be picked up on the microphone. I'm not gonna. No. Nope. Okay, I'll do fine. It after the podcast. Okay, fine. After the podcast. Okay, fine. I'll like. I'll text you. I'll be like, "Hey, look, I I got it." I'll send you a picture too. Okay, then that's, I that. expected you to talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of planning on trying to get through some more Persona tonight, but sure. <laughs> I can wait. Uh, I, yeah, I guess I can. I guess I can. Uh, oh, it's something I forgot to mention. I've been playing a lot of Zelda, too. It's still good. <laughs> um, it, it's, uh, yeah, it does a lot of good things. It's a cool game that I can't play, but it's a cool game nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. It like I'm I'm at the point now where I kind of just like go run around and I try shit because like I'm powerful enough to where I'm not going to die. Like I'm not in constant fear of dying, so I can just climb anything and you know experiment and experiment with things in the world. So um, 
like my favorite thing to do is stand up on a hill like above enemies and just throw down bombs because like the, the bombs will just roll down and the enemies won't have any idea what's happening and they'll just always walk like they'll see the bomb they'll get curious and they'll walk towards it and then i just blow it up and they keep doing it and i i get a weird sense of satisfaction from doing that uh because the bombs are infinite whereas my arrows are not yeah yeah so, so that that's yep. pretty good yep no it, it's good <laughs> um um also i'll say to real quick uh they announced the release date for divinity original sin 2 which is september 14th and if you haven't played divinity, divinity original sin the first game you should go play that because it's a fantastic game it's probably one of the best uh rpg uh combat systems i've ever played okay i'll have to check that out I have not played. The There's basically a tabletop game. RPG like made into it into a virtual virtual to a video game. It's it's really cool. And the way like I have to check yeah, that out. Yeah, the, the first game is amazing. Like you should totally play the first game. If you basically if you like, if you like that kind of like D and D like tabletop kind of game, play the first game. It is a it is a, it is a amazing recreation of playing a tabletop game on a on a, in, in, in a video game. And Divinity Original Sin 2 will even have a Game Master mode, which, which will let you actually, like, play, like, I guess, as, as a GM and put monsters and shit in the game. Oh, that's really cool. It's, and, and the thing that, what makes that game so great, the gameplay that plays out like a, um, um, it's like Fire Emblem, or like, you know, it's a turn-based tactical RPG. Um, well, what makes that game so amazing is the way everything, everything, like the element stuff, interact with each other in ways that you'd never expect them to do that, or in ways that make sense, but you, but you don't expect the game to be that that in depth in doing that. So like, um, the one the one uh, part that I loved the, um, <laughs> that I did that was amazing was uh, so acid and, and and poison gas can be ignited by fire. Um, and in that game, zombies and the undead bleed poison. So what I did to a zombie once is that I lit him on fire, and so he was burning. And then, I, and then I cut him, so he was bleeding as well. So the next turn, every step he took, he would explode. So he, would, he would, because <laughs> he would take bleed damage... The bleeding damage would, would hit the fire, which would cause the which would cause the, the poison to combust. So every step he took in between his his own friends would cause it to explode over and over again, hurting everyone in the crowd. or you can like stack boxes and chairs into like rooms so you can like block someone's passage from getting to you. So they have to go around uh, around a long a longer path so you can just pelt them with arrows something like that. Like um. If you do like a knockdown attack on a frozen or frozen guy, like you can you can shatter them, which is a very basic one. But like, you can obscure you can obscure an, an entire section of the map by lighting it on fire, then uh, casting water on it so it makes smoke, and then now that then they can't see you, so they have to go around the smoke. Or you know, you can like uh, there's these skeletons with like bombs on their back. You can you can douse them with water so that the bombs the fuses fuses go out so they can't they can't attack you anymore. There's like all these different little tiny little like elemental things in this game that that 
if you think about it, just think about like what you're looking at, and you can do so many crazy ass things and like chain reactions to enemies. It is so satisfying when you can, when you pull that when you pull that off. It's very much worth playing. And the sequel is coming out this is September September 14th of this year, and I am so looking forward to that. Yeah, that that we'll have to check that out because that sounds I like when you can do shit like that, uh, where you can light people on fire and then blow them up, make them blow themselves up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I that was always one. I setting traps is I always really enjoy. Oh, you'll have a you'll, you'll have a hell of a time with then setting up traps in that game. Because I yeah, because I love I love. Make I love feeling superior and um, as if that's not a surprise. I love <laughs> I love the uh, feeling of superiority when you get an, an AI to like step into your trap and blo- like kill themselves like that. I I always feel so good. It yeah. So <laughs> if it's like that, then I will. I think I will have to actually check that out. You should. I think you think you like it. Yeah. Uh, also coming later. Coming later this year, what? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Also coming later this year in the fall is uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen that's getting remade again for the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Dragon's Dogma was a PS3 and PS3 and uh, Xbox 360 game. Um, it was later, later re-released on PC, and now the new consoles, PS4 and the Xbox One, are going to get their get the uh, a version of it as well. Um, isn't that like a, a cult classic? It's yes, and I'm part of that cult. I am deeply, deeply part of that cult. It is a fantastic, wonderful, amazing game, and I love it to death. Yeah, I wanted to play it when it, uh, during the 360 lifetime. I just it was like during a period of my life where again I didn't have a lot of money, so yeah. uh, I, just, I just never picked it up. The biggest um, issue Dragon's Dogma had, at least as far as I'm concerned, there's other issues too, but the biggest issue I had with the game. Is that on consoles, it had it was the most it was one of the worst optimized games I have ever played. Like you have enough magic spells going off, that game will tank to like ten FPS. It is really, really bad. The PS the PC version fixed all that, and the PC version runs at a, a very very smooth sixty FPS pretty much all the time, if not more, if not even over that. Um, so I'm hoping, hopefully, when the when the console versions come out, they will also get that that uh, smoothness to the game. Because the playing the, play the game, that game was fucking rough sometimes. I will fully admit that game can be fucking rough to play. So I'm, I'm well, ho- hopefully hopefully the console versions will, will will be a lot better this time around. And hopefully, again, what the you know the PC version came out and it was one of the best selling games for a very long time when that came out on Steam. And so hopefully, people buy buy the re-release on the consoles. It's gonna once again push it into Capcom's goddamn head that we need a sequel to that game. Nah, man, they're just gonna give us a like a new version of Street Fighter and a new sequel to the game that is not a goddamn MMO that won't be released in America for some reason. Because <laughs> Dragon's Dogma Online exists and it's a Japanese-only MMO. And Apparently it's actually not that bad, but fucking MO. I don't want. I want a sequel, proper goddamn sequel to that game because it's so so good. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, this is my my PSA section of the game of, of the show <laughs> where I tell you what games to buy. <laughs> no, you, you do a very good job of this. So it always reminds me. I, I do want to play Dragon's Dogma. That was a big regret that I didn't um, get a chance to play that um, before I packed up the 360 and shit. So uh, I, if it's coming out on PS4, I'll, I will definitely buy that and play that because I've heard that game goes to weird places at the end. And yes. And I'm excited for that because I want to see those weird places where the game yeah because like i'm always interested in stuff that breaks the fourth wall and how effectively it breaks it and from what i've heard dragon's dogma the end it's just like dragon's dogma ends in a fantastic amazing japanese way yeah that's what i've heard and so i i want to play that did you did you ever play it Mary? Oh, no. <laughs> like, what happened to her? No, it always looked interesting to me, but I never actually got around to it. I'm sorry for overshadowing you, by the way. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm a quiet person. That's why I talk in, in Facebook stickers. Yeah. <laughs> if, only, if only we could put Facebook stickers on the audio, that would... You would have... It's, it's, that would be it's amazing. It's called a soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not that. We, we don't have that. <laughs> Sorry, I can't just add sounds. I'm not that good. We're not some like disc jockey at like 4 p.m. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to t- WTPO. The zone. <laughs> You're not you're not drunk enough to do that that impersonation. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that'll be the end of the podcast. There is one more uh, tiny piece of news. Of course, I, I, I will say that's great news. So probably yeah. some of the best news you'll hear all, all year. I I think. Destiny Two okay. will not have a Grimoire website. <laughs> Oh, you know, I was so, avoiding that the whole podcast because I didn't want to talk about Destiny 2, and then you have to go bring it up. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well talk about it. it they, revealed des- they revealed more of Destiny 2. It looks like Destiny 2. Or it looks like fucking Destiny. God damn it. Like... <laughs> but it won't have a goddamn website where it says, hey, you want the lore of this game? Go visit our goddamn website. <laughs> Cool, I'm glad. They're just gonna not tell me the lore at all. No, they'll have a codex. Like an actual proper fucking codex like every other game in existence has ever had. <laughs> you won't have a, like, oh, you want to know more about that, this character? Go look at their website because that's what people do. They have second screen and third screen technology. Everyone has that. Everyone wants to deal with a fucking website to go read what the fuck is even going on in this fucking game. You know, I watched Giant Bomb uh, show their video of them playing through that, and I had a moment today where I was like, I should play some Destiny, and I had to, like, physically stop myself from, like, 
booting up my PS4 and then you then like, turning on Destiny. Touch yourself, touch yourself <laughs> the testicles to stop from doing that. I, I, I was, yeah, I was <laughs> damn near doing that because, like, yeah, I. It just, it looks like more. It looks like more Destiny. And, you know, I, the the thing about that game was, you know, the gameplay always looked really good. Uh, so, of course, it looked really good. That's not the part that I want to know about. The part I want to know about is like, you know, after you know, is there going to be a storyline? Is there going to be? They said a, there is. Action? They said that last time too, <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't. Like, I don't. What, what was the story of Destiny? There's like some black thing, like black ball thing that like robots evil. yeah like, I, robots I don't even know what ha- robots attacked attacked know. earth you killed the robots and then yeah. bugs attacked earth and you killed the bugs and then ghost bugs attacked earth and you killed the ghost bugs but first they killed the queen right. of the of the blue people and you, and then you killed the ghost bugs right. and then and then you, yeah. and then you spent uh, ten hours in PvP, <laughs> fighting each other for the, until Dusty Two comes out. And then you did all of the strikes. And then and the Nightfall strikes. Your character dies. Before. Dusty Two apparently, and then you have a new character. You can do it all over again. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. So glad. Uh, well, regardless, regardless, I will play it because I'm going to because it's coming on PC this time. That's the only reason why I was going to play Destiny 2. If, yeah. if there was a, I, I said this since, since the beginning, if there was a PC release of Destiny 2, I will give that, that Destiny one more chance, and I am a girl of my word, and I will do that. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, so we'll I'll report back to you about <laughs> if there's a fucking story in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah I mean it looks it like you know the level design looked good uh, it looked like they added CS, CSGO for whatever reason they added Counter-Strike into Destiny there's a Counter-Strike mode like one team plants a bomb one team tries to defuse the bomb I don't know why it needed a Counter Strike mode. <laughs> like, because it's popular, kind of. Siege made it popular again. Yeah, see, no, see, see, it's to the younger, younger audience. It's not, it's not Counter Strike mode. It's a Siege mode. <laughs> if, if you could see the like disdain <laughs> that I'm like spewing from my eyeballs right now. <laughs> It's too bad this isn't a video podcast. Sometimes I wish it was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's... I... Okay. You know what? You know what? You may... We had a great podcast. You may end this... I'm not gonna end, end the show. I'm not gonna end it on such a downer note as Destiny 2. Only when you have suffered will I let you end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's been the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, our music is done by Rocket Johnson. You can find him at www.rocketjohnson.com 
or it is Instagram account 321blastoff. The two is spelled T-W-O. And uh, thank you uh, again for joining us, Mary. And thank you, as always, uh, Jerrica. Uh, we will see you next week. Castlevania is now an anime on Netflix. What? <laughs> <laughs> Netflix show based on Castlevania. It looks like an anime. Uh, okay. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.